How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. It is a John Chuckery Show coming to you live on this Tuesday evening. As well, believe it or not, we get ready for our final preseason game with the Atlanta Falcons coming up on Thursday evening from Mercedes-Benz Stadium taking on the Pittsburgh Steelers, and we'll have all of the action right here on the home of the Atlanta Falcons Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. And somebody who knows a little bit about this team over the years, let's head out to the WadeFord.com hotline. Let's talk to our guy Steve Weish, Chief National Reporter for NFL Network. You can follow him on his personal Twitter page, at Weish89. Steve, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for jumping on the show with us tonight. Oh, thanks for having me on. It's always good. <laughs> You know, um, I know fans get upset when starters aren't playing and, and we don't really get to see those dress rehearsals. But I thought, Steve, you know, in the Falcons game, I thought that, look, I thought the starters showed me everything I needed to see. I mean, again, I know the penalties and, and all this, that, and the other, but it is a different world in the NFL. We're just not going to see starters play an extended period of time. And I thought the Falcons – for what was asked of their starters, I thought they did their job on offense. Look, they, they did what they're supposed to do, right? Come out there, you stay healthy. Yeah, the penalties aren't what you want to see throughout the game. But, you know, look, you're trying to execute certain things. It's not always going to look good, right? But I thought for the most part, Desmond Ritter played well. Um, Bijan Robinson, of course, is you know he looks spectacular in the couple touches he had with the catch and the run. The offensive line looked really good in the run game. So that's what you want to see. You want to see the things you've implemented in practice compound a little bit with the lights are on. And then you get the starters out, and then you let the guys you have to evaluate play. And, and so, again, we see, we see it all across the league. You saw Brock Purdy lead you know, a scoring drive for the Niners in his one drive, and Kenny Pickett's done some good things in his little time with the Steelers. So these are things you want to see. People have got to step away from their feelings and their eyes sometimes because what looks so great in preseason might not work in the regular season or vice versa because you're trying different things. You're trying to get some principles done against an opponent who may be playing against a completely different technique that you've practiced against. So it's not always going to look clean. But as long as coaches see what they want to see on the film, that is the great indicator. And, and you know, Steve, my big takeaway from the first couple of preseason games has been that this looks like a better Falcons team. This looks like a more talented Falcons team. I mean, we set, we saw it especially against the Dolphins in, in preseason game number one. But, you know, again, nothing fancy. 
but just winning one-on-ones, looking like a defense that's going to pressure, looking like a defense that can create some turnovers, looking like an offense that can move the football. I mean, that that's, I mean, really the 35,000-foot view of things, I think there's a lot to be excited about this team. And, you know, certainly, again, I think that they've done what they needed to so far in these first two preseason games. 100% agree. And, and it, look, it better look like a more talented team with all the money they spent to, to bring in, you know, to bring in the free agents, you know, Jesse Bates and David Onyemata and, and Clayus Campbell and some of those guys. But look, that that's what this team needed, right? They finally had money. They didn't go out and say, okay, we got the big splash guy who's going to get us over the top. They said, we're going to add to some of the fundamental building blocks across our defensive front, you know, because that's where Ryan Nielsen kind of made his, made his hay as, you know, the defensive line coach with the Saints who comes over as the D.C. Um, you know, you added some pieces to the draft offensively to kind of build. You add John o. Smith. So they stuck to a process, right? They, they didn't get the big eyes, as we like to say in athletes, and, and get lured by the big eye candy or that one guy. They're not there yet. But they're building in such a, a, a way of momentum. Okay, we got some young offensive skill position players. We've got a nice – offensive line but some pieces there let let them all build and grow together with Desmond Ritter you know and then defensively let's add some pieces where we can actually maybe get after the quarterback and, and so we can do some things to get into the playoffs so again I don't think this is going to be one of these teams that's going to hang 30 you know 30 on the scoreboard every game but I do think it's a team that's going to get some takeaways um that's going to be able to control the clock and a win ball game and, and that's frankly what they've been building and how and how they, they've tried to build it. Steve Weiss, Chief National Reporter for NFL Network, joining me on the WaitFor.com hotline. And, and Steve, I know you and I specifically have talked about this, and I don't mean to sound like a broken record, but I'm already seeing the influences of Jerry Gray on this defensive secondary. You're seeing yeah. a guy like Helms just go out there and just do what he's doing, a couple of interceptions, and then this team taking away the football. Like, I'm already seeing – those kinds of things, that Jerry Gray influence on the secondary. Yeah, again, we'll, we'll see once we get into the regular season. Um, the, the preseason is, is a great trickster, right? It can make you look like, make it seem like things are great and get in the regular season and offenses run in different concepts and things. But fundamentally, what Jerry Gray, and, and I know we haven't talked about this, besides just worried about the five guys who are on the field back there when, you know, that we've seen. He does a great job of tying the back end to the front six or to the front seven. And that's the important thing about it. He understands how he has to coach his guys on the back end to work in tandem with the guys up front. And I think that's a, that's a huge, huge piece of how things work. Because you can have all the talent you want in the secondary. If it doesn't tie in to what they're doing up front, then it's not going to matter. And so I think the fact that they've got some pieces to put some pressure, especially from the interior on quarterbacks, so maybe the guys don't have to cover as long in the back end or, or, or whatever, you're, you're going to see a difference in, in how this team plays. And, again, how the, how the coaching staff works together to tie the front and the back end together is, is going to be, to me, a, a noticeable difference on what they've been building the previous couple of years under this regime. And, and Steve – how concerned are you about that left guard spot? I mean, I'm not comparing Jalen Mayfield to Matthew Bergeron, but it's kind of the same type of situation where 
you thought maybe you had your starter in place. He goes down to season-ending injury, and you know, again, a couple of years ago, Mayfield ran into that same situation and probably was thrown into a bad, you know, you know, a, a bad position to just try to take over at that left guard spot. And while I know that Matthew Bergeron is working with this team at left guard exclusively, now we're losing another guy that could have been your starter, and now you're going to have to plug a rookie in. How much concern is there about that, especially when you also have a really young center standing right beside him? Yeah, but that center looks like it's going to be pretty good. Um, I mean, there's got to be some concern, but now this is where you've got a scheme, right? You've got to scheme and protect that type of player, and that's not always easy because there's much more of an emphasis on teams now and having a great interior, you know, defensive lineman, and not just a singular guy, but, you know, two or three rotational guys. So, yeah, I mean, that's a weak spot, and I, and I, we'll see. You know, they – this is with developing a guy like Bergeron. Um, you know, it, it's it's important, but it's good they've got a nucleus around, them, right? It's not that they're not patchworking guys. You've got a group of guys for the most part that play together for at least the full season to to help incorporate that in. If they play on a thread, you can cover up weak spots. So we'll see. It, it's not something that I, I don't think people should be losing sleep about right now. And, you know, one of the other things I've talked about with this team is I don't think that there's a reason why that they can't be an elite red zone team. You start looking at all of this offensive personnel, the three guys at the running back position, or, again, I know that we're not calling them running backs, but three guys in the backfield and the wide receiver and Matt Collins and Kyle Pitts and Johnny Smith. I mean, I think the real key to this offense is going to be their red zone production with all of this personnel that they have. Well, I mean, that's key to any offense. Football nowadays is, you know, third down on both sides of the ball, takeaways, and red zone. And not even so much red zone. Let's call it 10 yards in. Some people call it a green area. Whatever. 10 yards is the toughest, toughest way to score, toughest spot to defend. And, and so they've got to be able to mix it up. But I, but I think they're going to be good with that because there's just so many things you can do. You can move Johnny Smith into a fullback role if you have to. You can – you can play 22. You can, you know, there's all kinds of different things you can do, and that's where Desmond River comes into play, right? He's got to be efficient. He can't turn the ball over down there. You know, if you, you got one of the best field goal kickers in the NFL who's kind of a, a safety net, and they don't – look, I think the defense is going to be better where if they have to kick field goals to win a game, that, that's going to work for them now. So red zone is everything in the NFL, and they've got the type of personnel if, they, if they've got to run it, if they've got to play basketball, they can do that. And that's clearly how they've built this roster. So our guy Steve Weiss joining me here on the, on the uh, WaitFor.com hotline, chief national reporter for NFL Network. Let's bounce around uh, a little bit. You know, I, I don't think anybody thought that Aaron Rodgers was ever going to retire as a Green Bay Packer. But that being said, it's still going to be weird to see him wear another team's jersey in a game on Saturday. Like, there's still going to be this kind of, like, hmm, okay, that looks a lot different. Uh, you know, even even with just, you know, the limited time he'll probably play on Saturday, it's going to definitely look different seeing an, an Aaron Rodgers not have that Green Bay logo on the side of his helmet. Yeah, but I think most folks are over it, you know, with the hard knocks exposure, with our network and ESPN and everybody else doing nothing but talking about the Jets right now. <laughs> I think we're all kind of over it and used to it. And look, this is this is 
the NFL. I mean, Tom Brady looked different in a Buccaneers jersey. Oh, and then he won the Super Bowl, and you know now it doesn't look crazy to see him in a in a Bucs jersey. I mean, it, it happens. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl in a Broncos jersey. These are all things we never thought we'd see, but these are some of the greatest quarterbacks to ever do it, and they they didn't play their whole careers with one franchise. So it is what it is. Look at all the guys on the Falcons roster. You know, Calais Campbell. You know, you thought he was going to be an Arizona Cardinal or Baltimore Raven. Well, he's played for several teams. You know, Jesse Bates didn't get to finish out his career with the Bengals. So it, it just it's just the way of the NFL. So seeing Aaron Rodgers in a Jets uniform, is it going to be, you know, the storyline is, is he going to be like Brett Favre? And it's, you know, it's, He's not going to get to the playoffs in a Jets uniform after being in Green Bay? Or is he going to be like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady and take two teams that we really, you know, hadn't seen in the in the playoffs or Super Bowl for a long time to, to the glory? So that that's more of the story to me than seeing him wearing a different shade of green. Steve, give me your 35,000-foot view of what you – have seen so far in this NFC South division with the Falcons, Saints, Panthers, Bucks. I mean, just kind of give me a, a little bit of an overview from just even a macro type of deal that what you've seen about this division and, and what it's going to look like this year. Well, I mean, it's, it's still hard based on what you see preseason. Let's go with Carolina. you got a rookie quarterback. They got it. They've got to just run the ball with them. the offensive line. Looks like it's going to take a minute to come together. We've seen two preseason games where most of their starters have been handled. Um, with the Falcons, I think they're just, you know, they're going to be a physical, just a physical, physical football team that you're going to hate having to play. The Buccaneers, you know, hey, Baker Mayfield, we, we love him. We're going to give him all the, the tweets and the, and the social media posts. It's time to bake. Well, okay. We've seen Baker Mayfield. Is it time to bake? What's that going to mean? <laughs> so the Saints right now look like the class of the division, but – What's that? It's not a team that's going to run away with it. It's going to be a very competitive division. Um, I think you're going to have a few more teams on the plus side of 500 than they have last season. But it's any it's anybody's to have because Derek Carr is kind of the steady, most experienced quarterback. I mean, I think that's where the Saints right now get the edge. Plus, they've been consistently a top five defense, and I don't think that's necessarily going to go away just because Ryan Nielsen is now running the defense uh, in in Atlanta. Last question for you, Steve. Has there been in your travels around to all the different training camps, is there a team that you've looked at and said, hmm, like that's a team that really could make some noise? Again, aside from Buffalo and the Chiefs, I mean, I'm not talking about the, the top teams, but is there somebody that maybe has been kind of lingering under the radar that you look at as you've traveled around and said, you know, that team could be really dangerous this season? Well, a team I saw in person that, you know, practice and in a game is the Cleveland Browns. My God, I mean, that roster is freaking stacked. Mm-hmm. It is. It's it's stacked. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's hard not to look at them and be like, whoo. But, you know, look, look at the division they're in. Every team in that division can win it. Um, and, and the other team, and I, and I haven't gone to visit them, but I just think their roster and the way they're they're put together, I think Seattle could be a very dangerous football team. And we just don't they just don't get talked about enough. So I I think that Gino is 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 gonna be a good player again and that's gonna be a very, very dangerous squad. Steve Weiss, Chief National Reporter for NFL Network. He joined me here on the Wadeford.com hotline. You can follow him on his personal Twitter page at Weish89. Steve, as always, buddy, appreciate a few minutes on the show tonight. We will certainly chat again soon. 
Always, man. Appreciate you. You got it. John Chuckery. We'll be back. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, Odyssey.com app. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.